That was Don't sweet and you. funny and educational and engaging <laughs> and just perfect. So thank you. Thank, thank you. See, so we much. don't just do talking about <laughs> and that. We can do other stuff. Don't tell anyone that. That's the brand. That's the brand. Hello and welcome to another edition of Dave Berry's Dad Pod, the place where we have been celebrating parenthood and gathering invaluable dad advice from some very special guests. And we've been doing that for over two years now. But what is pretty evident to me is that I still need to know so, so much more. And that's why for this episode, I've enlisted the help of not one, but two very special guests. I am delighted to be joined by my very first parenting couple on the Dad Pod. They're Britain's most beloved pair of podcasters. They are authors, comedians, TV presenters, and amongst all of that, they are parents to sons Robin and Rafe. It's Chris, Chris and Rosie Ramsey. Hello, Chris. Hello, Rosie. Yeah, when we had Reef, I did change my name from Chris to Chris, just to, just to fit in, just because I'm the only one without an R, so know, that's the closest I could do. Chris, uh, yeah. <laughs> I apologise profusely. Uh, it is great having you both on the podcast. Let's start by talking about yours. Um, Shagged, Married, Annoyed is going on a huge live arena tour. Yeah. Is this one of those kind of stories you hear where two people, a loving couple, start a silly little podcast at their kitchen table, next thing you know, bang, they're headlining at the O2? That's, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, you've summed it up perfectly. Yeah, actually, we, we might steal that off you, Dave, because no one's put it that Yeah, uh, we'll put that on the simply. poster. Yeah, that's absolutely it. Like, we, we did the podcast. Um, we've got a, a little sort of room dedicated to the podcast now, which doubles up as Rosie's office. Um, little cupboard, and a little yeah. cupboard under the stairs. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the first easily 100, well, not, yeah, maybe 100, for the first episodes. 100 episodes, we did it at a kitchen table. And I'm, I'm talking like, I genuinely think we're some of the only podcasters in the country who, are, while they're doing it, they're kicking around bits of broccoli from the night before <laughs> that are on the floor that their son's dropped and dried peas rice. and yeah, dried rice and bits of sweet corn. Like it's very lo-fi. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, t- you make us sound like we live in an absolute pigsty. Well, I mean, you know, but... Hoover could be running around a few few more times than wow. Austin, but yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, me as well. I'm talking about me as well there. <laughs> Um, tickets are on sale now. Uh, shaggedmarriedannoyed.com is where you can get them. Um, how are we playing this one? Is it a case of bringing the boys along with you, or is it a case of, my goodness, we're going to spend some time in a hotel on our own? Yeah. Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I'm one of those people where I go, oh, I can't wait to get away. Oh, gosh, I'm just sick. But then I'll be sat in a hotel crying because I miss them. So um, I think. We've worked it out really well, actually. We've only got maybe a night, two nights, and then we're back for three nights, and then we're away again. Yeah, it's so worked out quite well. I think we might leave them at home. Yeah. Well, Ro- Rosie's perfect idea of childcare is um, me watching both kids, but her being in the room with her, but doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's yeah. Rosie's perfect idea of childcare. Right. Me in the room doing all of the jobs and things and entertaining them, and she's just sitting in the corner totally detached from them but still there so that's her perfect thing so there's, there's sadly no way of doing that long distance and um, so yeah we'll see i've got a funny feeling we'll take them like a couple of the dates right at the beginning and then go this <laughs> yeah i've got a feeling we'll do that as well it, it's so it. strange because when before i became a parent i used to talk to you know touring comedians and, and other people and musicians and bands about going on the road and i always just presumed a lazy presumption that obviously you would want that time on your own but as soon as we had little evie when i've had to spend any time away from her i miss her instantly it's yeah. it, it's awful. And I think it's going to be, I'm going to hire a movie in the hotel room. I'm going to get that mini bar open 
this is going to be bliss. <laughs> but then my wife and I, all we do is end up just looking through pictures of, of her anyway. We yeah. do that. Yeah, we're yeah. the same. Do you remember when we went to New York? Oh. Uh, yeah. We saw so Robin, our first, uh, our first born. He was two and a half, and me and Chris, we, we were, I thought we were balling. We went to New York to watch the UFC, didn't we? Um, I dragged her, dragged her along yeah. to watch UFC. We the <laughs> flight there was great. The first day was great, and then for the next three days, I I was miserable. Yeah, I was miserable as sin, yeah. and I was just like, why am I? I'm in New York. Robin's fine. We FaceTimed him. We FaceTimed him, and I, that was the I, problem. I broke, I, I broke. Yeah, we FaceTimed him and he cried and then you were, you mm. were a mess. I was all right because <laughs> now, honestly, <laughs> I was... you were fine, Well, actually. the thing is, Dave, when you were saying there that you're like, you know, you miss, the, you, you miss her as soon as you go away. I got, I had to get used to it really quick. When mm. Robin was 10 days old, I went back on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Literally 10 days old and Rosie had a C-section. And, but I had this, it was me, the year that me, me DVD came out. Um, he wasn't planned, that's why. He wasn't planned and he dropped in the middle of like just this crazy mm-hmm. year. And I was only one of us working at the time. Um, so I just had to go. And the first couple of days were horrible. But then you quickly realize that the other person is up all night at home and feeding the kid and sitting there with a the kid nonstop. And I mean, I used to take your PlayStation on tour. So I was... <laughs> Did you at least did you at least do the decent thing of, of lying to Rosie and, and pretending that it was it was all bad where you are, or did you just say I've got my PlayStation pet speak <laughs> yeah, to you later I, on? Well, I used to say terrible thinking back, I used to say really stupid things like like, oh, I, I overslept, I feel terrible. Like yeah. <laughs> honestly, it was awful. Do you not remember you used to ring me? I'd wait for your phone call, but it would be midday. Yeah. Like, I've just got up and I'd be like, you Oh, you <laughs> can't do that, man. Oh, no. I've learned now. I have learned now. And I've, obviously, with Rafe and, and with this whole, you know, the fact that I haven't been able to tour for the past year, and Rafe's come along and, and he's four months old now, but like being home and being here all the time and seeing what you went through with that. I mean, I, I apologize on a daily basis, let's you be honest here. Yeah, I constantly that. say, like, I'll be sitting with Rafe in the middle of the night feeding him, and I'm like, Rosie. So sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I went on tour when Robin was little. I can't believe you did this on your own. I'm so proud of you. Ironically, waking her up, which is yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you love that. You love that. Touch your leg the night the week. Oh, remember I'll that. I'll do the nighttime feeds, but I'll ask you every every time I feed him exactly how much just, I'm giving him and you know what I'll need. To the do. other night, I didn't know. I didn't know the snuffle bum. He's got a stuff, stuffy nose, and I didn't know if you could put snuffle bum on their chest like Vicks, or if you had to put it on their feet as like an old wives' tale, or yeah. if you had to just put it on a tissue and put it in his cot or something like that. So. Rosie's leg was hanging out of the quilt and I touched her leg from the bottom of the bed in the middle of the night the other night and she jumped out of her skin. She literally went, ah, don't do that, don't touch my leg. <laughs> do I put the snuffle bum on his chest? That's all I want to know. You can go back to sleep. Snuffle bum? Yeah. Um, snuffle bum? So, uh, <laughs> due, due to, uh, unsurprisingly, due to popular demand, you've even added some extra dates um, yeah. onto the tour. And as I say, uh, you, can get, you can get your tickets for that shagmarriedannoyed.com. There's a thing about this which, which I really like, which is people taking comfort in your podcast about, you know, not only you two kind of having your gripes with one another, clearly whilst being, you know, very much in love, but also talking about the realities of children and, and raising children and being parents in, in the modern world. How does it feel to provide that as a, a service for people? It's well, nice. It is, but at the beginning of our book, didn't we say this is not a guide to parenting or relationships. <laughs> if you're following advice out in this book, you need to start again kind of thing. But it's, I, I like that it's confident to people. We've had a yeah. lot of people say that they can, 
hear themselves, their relationship and our relationship. And it's just breaking down the sort of like, we've grown up thinking that marriages are meant to be perfect. And this whole social media world of, if you're not, you know, celebrating your relationship every single day and in completely in love that you've got something wrong and that's not the point. Yeah. You know, I well, think yeah. it, it, it grow, your marriage grows, doesn't well, it? Well, I think it's a thing in it of your parents. If your parents have done their job correctly, they've made it look to you as a child like their marriage is perfect. And obviously Instagram is in, and all of that, you know, people doing bloody you know, full table spreads for pancake day and that. Like, what are you doing? Like, and they make everything, do you know what I mean? They make everything look out there. Everything looks down perfect. down the illusion of perfection. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, like oh, it God, yeah. Valentine's Day, look, a room of roses. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> so we, we like, yeah. we, we cut through that BS in a way and, and just yeah. go, look, uh, we're married, we're in love, we've got a family, we work together, it's going well. But, you know, there are... Days you know, we don't want to look at each other. Yeah, there are numerous times the podcast has had to be postponed because we've had a row. Like, this is, <laughs> this is life. <laughs> the second one or the third one, wasn't it, is called Take Two because we recorded the full uh, podcast. It was the second or third episode ever. We recorded the full thing through gritted teeth like that and we just did it and then we went we'll have to do that again because it was like a re- it was like a it was a passive aggressive special wasn't it yeah, yeah just a really so angry listen for everyone yeah for all your well, we, we literally we didn't even listen back we just went we weren't feeling that and we recorded it again yeah, the next day okay. we had to phone my producer and really embarrassingly go so we had a row so we're gonna do it again tomorrow again here to flag it up the reason we had that row chris is because you didn't want to do the podcast mm. Chris was dead against doing the podcast. Dead against the podcast. What, the full and concept of the podcast or that particular concept. episode? Was, right. Yeah. What, what, why were you against it, Chris? Just didn't see the point. You did, you'd never listened to one. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know what they were. All I'd listened to, I'd, I, did, I, did, oh, I didn't no, know what they were. Ricky all Trace. I'd listened to was Ricky Gervais, yeah. Carl Pilton, Stephen Merchant ones, all them yeah. years ago, where they were actually, they were actually audio books mm. um, because they became paid, you had to pay for them. They were the yeah. only ones I'd ever listened to. And I knew WTF pod was a thing and I knew Joe Rogan was a thing, but I was like, ah, podcasting, what's all this newfangled stuff, man? I'm telly. I'm Chris Ramsey, man. I'm bloody telly. And then <laughs> this happens to be the most uh, the most successful thing I've ever done by a country mile. <laughs> yeah. But again, though, for the poster, if you're looking for quotes, I didn't see the point. Yeah. Chris Ramsey <laughs> underneath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the reason we actually had that row was I still don't know how to use the software that we record the podcast on. Mm. So, so every... Rosie, are you, are you the tech brains behind? No, uh, not, no. Neither of us are. I don't okay. know how we've got this far, Dave. I really don't. <laughs> every, we podcast have no we idea record, what every podcast we record has the trailer for the podcast mm-hmm. on the beginning of it. Because I, if I get rid of that, all the settings, all the settings reset. <laughs> and it goes back to like one mic and stuff. And then we'll come through one ear each. So it, every single one we do has the trailer on the beginning. We, co- <laughs> we cobble to it together. It's, it's actually... Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing how cobbled together. Well, the other week uh, I lost. We just finished doing it, and I lost the full episode. Yeah. Um, oh no. Yeah. Oh and, goodness and, me. and I was like, it's because yeah. I don't. Want, <laughs> yeah. Like, he Dude, gets well, it. You, you know what? Well, again, I yeah. cobbled together. I'm not tech savvy. The idea yeah. of losing all the work is well. It went right, and then it was weird because it was like episode 112 or something like that. It was a couple of weeks ago, and Rosie went, "Oh, for God's sake, we're kind of going like this. You don't even know how to use it. It's disgraceful." And I went, "To be fair." This is the only time I've lost it in a hundred and odd episodes. And she went, ah, fair enough. So we'll just continued winging it. We'll just continued winging it. <laughs> just living a long After continue. every single section, I export the file now and, and save it separately. It's pathetic. Yeah. No, I, I, I am exactly the same. Yeah. 
listen, obviously, um, you know, Rafe is blissfully unaware at this stage of his, of his little life, bless his cotton socks. And Robin is, is still very young. But I wondered if, if he started to cotton on to, to how central himself and his brother are to, to this hugely successful podcast. Are you fearing that he's going to knock on the door and ask for his cut of the world's biggest podcast <laughs> tour? <laughs> you know, are, are we getting to that point? Is he getting, is he aware that, I mean, obviously you would govern this as parents. Of course you would, but are you feeling that there's going to be a point where he's like, please don't mention that on the podcast, mum and dad. We, we talked about this before, haven't we? Hmm. We try to be really conscious of hmm. what we're seeing. And I think they're still both young enough What's, oh, sure the baby's crying, I'm sure. Riff is crying right now. He's probably heard that we're talking about him. Well, if mum's with him, I'm not just shutting the door. Oh, oh yeah, no, oh, no my mum's here. <laughs> well, that's that sorted. Don't worry about Sorry. that, it's done. <laughs> oh, yeah. The baby's Sorry. crying, I'll just push him further into the garden. <laughs> <laughs> like, her mum's got him. Trying to do a podcast here, keep it down. <laughs> do you want any food, Riff? Shut up. <laughs> um, no, wait, wait. The yes. older they get, the more aware that we're going to have to become. But growing up, I had my dad was like the most embarrassing dad in the world. Yeah, and I just kind of think I've survived. Yeah, but <laughs> wasn't, wasn't on an international scale, or was that it? It's very oh. true. It was just kind of he wasn't live at the O2. Uh, <laughs> I think the yeah. minute we've always said, especially with Instagram and stuff, Rosie's always said that the minute he goes, I don't want to be on there. He's gone. He, he, yeah. You know, as soon as the goal, you know. But he, he loves it. Oh, he's a proper performer. Like. He absolutely Robin loves is it. So funny. Mm-hmm. He, he, want, he asks to do video. We make videos together, me and Robin, and I've got to edit them together. And it's just me getting into bed, pretending to yawn, and then I've got to go to another room. And he's <laughs> like, it's, it's very strange. But I don't know, we'll play it by you. And we'll just see. Mm. Who knows? Robin's, yeah, he's, 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 he's a born performer. We'll see. We'll, we'll both be very surprised if he doesn't end up doing something along these lines. He already says he wants to be a comedian. He doesn't really understand what a comedian is, but he wants to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's interesting you say that because I asked this of kind of all my guests about the idea of the dad joke, but we kind of turn that around and do your kids make you laugh. And obviously what's really nice is you're both very funny people, but what I particularly love about your podcast is the fact you make one another laugh and... Mm-hmm. That's always, that's always really nice to hear, I think. You know, I take something from that. So, so you've mentioned Robin there. He's a natural-born performer. What, what, is his, what is his style of humour? I know he doesn't understand what being a, a comic is, but, it, you know, in your expert opinion, where is he going? Is he surrealist? <laughs> is he satirical? <laughs> you know, what's, what's his mind? I mean, I've, Dave, I've been asked to write some Edinburgh blurbs quite far in advance, <laughs> but are you asking me to write my son's Edinburgh blurb I think he's for saying, his first Edinburgh festival? He's saying, is he going to be on celebrity juice or have i got news yeah yeah it's gonna be qi yeah qi celebrity juice he's he's i think he's very like sketch show what so what we should know this really he's kind of like physical human yeah he's he's a clown he's a class clown he'll Mm -hmm. joke around if he's trying to make a baby laugh he's all over the place uh jumping around and being silly and 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 just silliness to be fair but he's also very he can be quite soggy and quick-witted so the other day i am i just finished I, i i eat i eat quite fast and it okay. always ends up quite a lot of wind. And I had a curry the other night. And I was sort of, best way, I can't really describe this. If you know us, you'll understand. But I was loading up a burp. So I go like, <laughs> and I load it up. And I'll, <laughs> like, I get the burp going. That was a fake one. I wouldn't do it live on here. But no, I went, <laughs> like that. and as I'm starting the burp, Robin asked us a question. He went, Daddy, come and play hide and seek. <laughs> I went, <laughs> and I had to finish a burp before I could speak. So he went, Daddy, come and play hide and seek. And I went, <laughs> and he went, is that a yes? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
I was like, where have you got that from? So oh, quick, he didn't miss a beat. And if he watches something on the telly that's like funny, like if it's like a, a really well-timed bit of humor on a, on a TV show, he rewind it and he'd go, watch this, watch how funny this is. And he makes you watch it again. He's, he's, he knows mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so his comedy time is impe- impeccable. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Rosie, listeners to Shag Married Annoyed will know that your mum is, is a, a bit of a character. The, the last episode I enjoyed, uh, which I, I was... I was in bits in my kitchen uh, where she bought home a, a little gift in the bottom of the buggy that she found on, on one of her walks at a country stay away. Would you like to, because I don't want to uh, steal your stuff, would you mind telling everybody what that, that little gift in the bottom of the child's buggy was, please? It was a, a, a deer head. <laughs> a, a deceased deer head with teeth and all. Yeah. Absolutely Antlers. disgusting. The lot. Like, the lot. She's got issues. Vile. Like, all, like completely stripped to the bone. Uh, looked like, um, you know, the All Saints logo. Um, <laughs> and no word of a lie, I forgot to tell you this, yeah. no word of a lie, I'm playing on the new Resident Evil Village game. I picked one up on the game the other day. <laughs> Did you? It's identical to the one. And I, was, I picked it up, I was like, oh my God, on a horror game, I have just had to collect the same thing that your mom brought home with the buggy. <laughs> As and a gamer, is... I'm becoming my mother-in-law. That's something that no <laughs> one should ever have to say. Wow. Um, may I ask, has it been disposed of or is it hanging oh, above the still, fireplace? Or? Still it's still, it's in the utility room. It's in the utility room, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm desperate to put it in our bed, but we're worried that it'll stab her. Yeah. The, the, uh, what they're called, the antlers? Antlers, Antlers yeah. are really spiky and we, we really need her for childcare. Yeah, so oh, yeah. Like, we'll put it in our bed for a laugh, but she's kind of like rosy, like slapdash, just runs around the house like she's got a million things to do and she'll just climb into bed and it'll go through a spleen <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> we just we haven't got time for the hospital visits yeah. No, like, no, I, I it's understand. It's been a really stressful year. So <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. Uh, so, kind of um, deer skulls aside, w- were there any parenting lessons that you, you took from your mum? I mean, as I say, we, we always like to talk about our guest parents as well, and if they were able to take anything from them, and you know, not putting too much pressure on yourself is, is often a, a key theme here on the Dad Pod. It was was there anything like that, Rosie? Uh, I I parent exactly like my mum did, to be honest. Um, and she was so strict when we grew up, but I think it was good in a way. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're exactly the same, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think whether, no, I, I, I do exactly like her, but this is one sad thing that I've noticed. If my mom compliments us on my parenting skills, like it, I really, it, I get really chuffed with myself. Oh, that's nice. Is that a thing? Oh, that's that's lovely. That? No, mom, she said, was it last week? She said, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, you're lovely with them boys. And I was oh. like, oh, thanks, mom. Oh, I'm with you, Rosie. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, I, can't get on board. I can't get on board with that. It's not, a, it's no. not an achievement. You're lovely with your own kids. Oh, well done. Congratulations. <laughs> it's supposed to be. You just In my mind, what you're conjuring for me is that if my father turned to me and said, you know what, son, you, you have become a great dad. And I, in my brain, I'm going, you've never hugged me. You've never told me you love me. And now this is our moment. So for me, you're giving me like the end of Ratatouille here, Rosie. I'm like, oh, really you see, back. There you go. No, I, <laughs> it's I raw. Was just, yeah, no, I was really happy with that. But then on the other hand, she, you know, she'll micromanage everything I do. So, you know, it's a... It, it, and you, you, we did a section in the book, didn't we, about um, your mum's rose-tinted glasses. Oh, she's got the biggest <laughs> rose-tinted glasses ever. Like, ever. 
she, yeah, my mum, the, the, the memory she's got of our childhood is that she played with us every day. We went on long walks in the countryside. I'm like, no, that, mum, that didn't happen. You sat me in front of the telly watching Care Bears with a bowl of chips. Like, I know, my dad's told us, I know that this happened. So stop making things up. Oh, I love it. Um, Chris, let me ask you about your dad. Obviously, you're a very popular stand-up comedian and it seems your dad's quite a funny guy as well. Uh, when you went into A&E uh, in your wheelchair, he was singing uh, Never Gonna Dance Again, yeah. I believe. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not very funny for you at the time, I'm, I'm sure, Chris. But uh, is he a funny guy and has he influenced uh, you? Like you, you were talking about Robin, you know, be, being a funny. Is there a generational thing happening here before yeah. your very eyes? I mean, I think um, more with me dad, not even about being funny. I think more about he, he sort of, um, he, he, he kind of accidentally instilled in us the idea of making people laugh being like an achievement. Like every... So him, oh, I was going to say, tell him about New Year's Eve. Oh, every, New Year's just, Eve. Oh, every New Year's Eve, he, he, he does a Tommy Cooper impression. But in my opinion, that's not funny. That's just the worst. I mean, no, I'm not slagging off Tommy Cooper. Tommy Cooper's no. brilliant, but every daft old codger I can do a Tommy Cooper impression. No, but his mates yeah. love it. Like, his mates love it, it. but what I'm, that's what I mean about, whereas I don't find that funny. And maybe growing up, I didn't find my dad the funniest, but it was the idea that he could hold court and that he could make people laugh. And every social interaction, it wasn't until I became a comedian I started thinking about back in my life in my head every social interaction I, I have to get a laugh like you've got to get one and like it was always a it was always like a little tick in me day in me day's column of like well done if i may if it's school if going to someone's house if standing talking to people if i got a laugh within the interaction it was like tick you got a laugh and i didn't realize that that was something i actively chased every single day until i look back on it do you know what i mean you do you do do that yeah. You only just realised that. Everything has to, everything. Yeah. Wow. Have, have you got weird, a kind of, is there a, a satisfactory amount of ticks that a, a comedian like yourself will get each day? Have you ever, have you ever is it just one and it's always remained? If I get the one, I'm happy with that. To put or, or a is cap it, on it is, you know, it's just let them free flow. To put the cap so on it, you're going to restrain it. Double figures, of course. As many as you want. Natural. All day, crazy, non-stop laughter. No, it's like... You've not I, got that I, many social interactions. Definitely not. Them up, I just, <laughs> I can't, it's hard to explain it. It's just like it was always, you know, the social interaction, be it popping into the shop be it, you know, stopping and talking to someone in the corridor at school or whatever. If a laugh wasn't achieved, the social interaction was a failure. Does that make sense? Well, it's it so does, but there's, but there's you, the other side of that coin, I suppose, you, you, the way in which you're saying that, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, but it's like, I have this thing that I got from my dad where I want to get that laugh. Mm. The other side of that is spreading joy. Mm, you're I spreading suppose, joy to yeah. other people i want to spread as much joy and get as many laughs as i can from people as possible <laughs> i might be too soft i think it was more of a selfish man, I've, got, I've got to live with them after this <laughs> it was more gonna of... be like, like the joy <laughs> the joy spreader here i am <laughs> no, no. Joy to another the quote world. for the poster all he wants <laughs> to do is spread joy <laughs> <laughs> nah, people are going to take that and make it filthy i know they are um, yeah, no, it was it's, it's that thing of like I remember like my dad would hold court in the pub or of you know at a family party or whatever, and he would stand and he would talk to people or if he was telling a joke or you know he was always you know if he was bantering with his mates or whatever. And then I remember seeing stand up for the first time and seeing like somewhat like Billy Connolly, I think was the first one I saw. Oh, and wow. it was like what a great place to start. Yeah, it was like this guy's job is to stand on a stage and make a room full of people laugh, and it was like. 
And even to like, even to when I first started stand up and I started watching people, it was someone I'd never seen. It was always this excitement of like, what are they going to say now to like hold court? And just this idea of, I think it's a, um, I think it's more of a show off thing. Like, look at me. No, it's, yeah. a good, it's, a, it's a performance. You, yeah. know, you, you see, the, I always find it strange. Chris never did any acting or anything when he was younger. So he never, he never did the school plays or stuff like that. I did a couple of school plays, no, but, you, but it wasn't but, I mean, like, I wasn't in the drama club or anything. That's like, yeah, you yeah, never yeah. took it up on the side or anything like that. And then one day you left uni and just decided to become a comedian. And yeah. I always find that astonishing that you just yeah, kind wow. of went Came into it. And you know, most people have had to, you know, work on the craft for, but for years. And if years. you think about it, I'd been practicing comedy, doing stand up, my entire life, just yeah. in conversations. Yeah. Spread and then the joy. it just spread and joy, you know, just such a great guy. <laughs> and then, and then it just, all that happened was the conversation became bigger and, uh, and more one-sided, which I also enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and there we get to the root of it all. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> not, not for you, Chris. I just mean stand-up comedians. <laughs> oh, yeah, for all of us. Listen, let me ask you um, your, your best piece of, of parent advice. Uh, it's kind of a regular section on, on the dad pod. And, you know, you can work together on this one or independently. And I know it's a massive sweeping statement. It's a huge question to, to ask. But is there, is there one thing that, that, that stands out for you as, as something you would pass on to people who are listening to this now who are parents or maybe becoming parents or something they're thinking about doing? What do you think? It's really good. I've got something that springs to mind, but I don't know whether... Well, I, I don't know how deep you're supposed to go on this. I don't, you know... Well, well we go pretty deep, Chris. Okay. <laughs> we do, you know what I mean. Another yeah. poster quote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I, I would say a good parent advice is that your children are still going to love you, even if you tell them off. Oh, that's quite yes. good. Yes. That took, that took Chris a long time to come I'm to very needy I'm very needy no you and I mean you've gone a bit the other way now actually where I'm like if you Ooh. keep telling him off he's gonna hear you but <laughs> for a long time you struggled <laughs> telling Robin off because you wanted to be his he's mate made. and yeah. like you wanted to just you were like oh but I, if I shouted him and I was like no he needs to be shouted at he needs to be told right from wrong and he's still gonna love you and actually they love you more I think yeah. It's like a respect, respect thing. thing. Yeah. Um, That's a fantastic piece of is it? advice. Oh, oh I, I, I genuinely think that, re that really is. Because I, I'm kind of, I suppose, in Chris's camp in that respect, you don't really want to, you want to be your, your kid's mate, don't you? But, mm -hmm. um, but I suppose th the other side of that is you're probably, I'd like to think, only telling them off for the right reasons. Yeah. It's like, you know, oh, should I tell Evie if she touches that, it's hot? <laughs> yeah, I probably should, actually. Yeah, I mean, you know, they take the But she'll not like me, but she'll have no hand left in. So, you've got um, so, so, I've got, so, I've got two bits. One's a bit knockabout. One's just general knockabout advice. And one's a little bit deeper. Right? Okay. Um, the knockabout bit of advice is always have baby wipes with you everywhere, even in your car. Preach. Yeah. Baby wipes, always. That. Have some in your car. Have a pack in the glove box. Have a pack in the boot. Yeah. They get when in we and they get want down to, to our last six packets, I start to have a breakdown. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 More yeah. wipes on the shop. Yeah. You know, so I, I have them, I have them piled up. You know when you see like an old uh, uh, 90s movie and they've got big sort of bags of drugs and they're piled up in them bricks? That's what our cupboard's like, but it's baby wipes. But I they're throw them around in the pure. same way. Yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. Yeah, they're good, yeah. Knocking them together. It's been a good week. Um, <laughs> okay, that's good. A, Baby wipes. I got, someone good. told us, a, a, I don't know where the quote's from, but someone told me, and I, I, I never play it off as me, and I always say someone told me, and it's to do with um, 
really enjoying every single moment of being a parent. And the oh, quote is, it's the most, it's the most on the nose thing I've ever heard about parenting. Um, and obviously the last year being locked in houses with your children, it, it's even more sort of, um, it's even more meaningful. And the quote is, uh, the days are long, but the years are short. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've and got chills actually. That's so true. And it's, and it's not my quote. Someone told me, I don't know where yeah. it's from. But it's absolutely true. You sit sometimes and you're looking at the clock and you're going, right, five o'clock, right? I've got two more hours to kill until bedtime and I can get them into bed. And then mm. that two hours just drag so much. But then mm. them days take forever, but them years just rattle mm. past in the blink of an eye and just try, mm. try and stop and enjoy them. Yeah, I mean, that's such good parenting advice. I mean, you must, you must look at kind of uh, Rafe and just think, I can't believe Robin was once this this yes. size it must yes. seem like a such a distant memory because though but though it's gone like that hasn't it you know those years of it yeah. takes having another by. child to realize how quickly mm. it's all gone and now i don't know if we plan on having any more i don't think we do we'll see but i'm kind of i don't want Rafe to get any bigger whereas yeah. with robin i just kind of wanted, his life i wished his life away and yeah. i was like i can't wait until he's walking and i can't wait until this and i can't wait and now with Rafe, i'm like no you can stay like this forever just yeah. keep stay. yeah it's, it's weird because I, I, I know all of the things we went through with robin like the, 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 the starting to talk and then the starting to crawl and then the starting to walk and I know we've got them all coming with Rafe and I am looking forward to them. But like yeah. you say, I'm not, I'm like, that'll soon. But for now, mm-hmm. just stay lying on your back. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing about babies. Until they can roll over, <laughs> it is the easiest thing in the world. Because you, where can, you, you left can, them. You can, you can them. Yeah, you can put them on the top of the stairs on the back and go, where are you going? <laughs> Nowhere. I'm the boss. You're staying there. I'm going to brush my teeth. <laughs> you don't put them yeah. at the top of the stairs. No. Are you putting them at the top of the stairs? Yeah, no, no. no don't, don't, don't dangerous. Do uh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> That's that's really fantastic parent advice from, from both of you. Now, this is something I ask of, of my guests. Um, your kids hear this podcast back in 15 years from now. What would you like to say to them? Uh, don't listen to Shad Mode Annoyed. <laughs> yeah, you can listen never. to this one, but yeah. don't listen to the other one would do. And we're sorry. <laughs> um, and finally, there is an old saying about you can't pick your favourite child. Yes or no, do you have a favourite child? Um, <laughs> Don't have to name them. <laughs> no, not no, yet. I didn't, <laughs> of course not. Yeah. Um, no. Not at this point in time, because I'm not with them. But when I'm with them, whichever one is annoying as the least <laughs> is my favourite at the moment. Okay. Um, okay. But I, I never, I, I always thought, I bet you must have a favourite. You must have a favourite. And they're absolutely on level pegging with me. I, I remember asking someone, I said that uh, it was Charlie Condu. I did a TV show with Charlie Condu, a mate of mine, and uh, I said he had two kids now, and I, I only did I even I didn't even have Robin at the time I when he told pregnant, us. Yeah. And I was like, "What's it like when you have two? I was like, "How can you love them the same?" And he was like, "Your heart just doubles." He's like, "The oh, minute yeah. your second kid is born, your heart just doubles, and it's the same for both." And I thought, "All right, whatever." And then as soon it's as I, was, I was like, "Yeah, I'm sure I text him." I was like, "Yeah, you all right?" He's like, "What?" I was like, oh, "So five years ago, you told us a bit of a." <laughs> During Sorry, an who's this? New number, who's this? <laughs> um, well, let's leave it there because that's just beautiful. Uh, Rosie, Chris, uh, great spending some time in your company. Uh, Shagged, Married, Annoyed is the nation's favourite podcast and good luck with the tour thank and good you. luck with everything going forward. And send Thanks. my love to the boys, won't you? And thank you very much indeed for your time. Thanks so much. Thanks for having Take us, care. man. 
Chris and Rosie will be taking their podcast Shagged, Married, Annoyed on tour across the country from September right up until the end of the year. Tickets are on sale at shaggedmarriedannoyed.com. Don't miss out. So, from one incredible set of guests to another. Because next time, here on Dave Berry's Dad Pod, I'll be chatting to arguably Britain's greatest ever athlete. An Olympic hero, a real-life knight, and a father of four, Sir Mo Farah. See you then. You know, Absolute 80s is my favourite radio station in the whole world. Is it really? It's on everywhere. Yeah. I've appreciated that. When I found out there was a dedicated 80s radio station, I nearly (laughs) cried. I was so happy. And I've listened to it non-stop since I came. Oh, God, I love it, don't I? It's all I listen to.